Hi everyone, it is just me today doing an intro, a sad little intro for a sad little episode. Uh, This week we are talking season one, episode seven of the originals titled Bloodletting. Netflix describes it as, despite their growing tensions, Klaus and Elijah seek Sabine's help to find a missing Haley, while Marcel approaches Rebecca with an enticing offer. What they fail to mention in the Netflix description is that it is also the episode that broke my spirit and that I'm still recovering from. Uh, on a happier note, we are also dropping the Last Jedi commentary with a very special guest. Uh, it gives you a little peek into what we're doing over on our Patreon for February, which is celebrating Raylo Month for Book Club, and you can still join. We have a few more surprises in store, uh, and then we're ending the month covering The Love Hypothesis by Ellie Hazelwood. So hopefully you enjoy what I've been calling the sweet and sour double drop, uh, starting here in the sour with bloodletting. Hello, and welcome to the Empire Diaries. You know the risk, but we had to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today, we are back on our originals grind, discussing season one, episode seven, Bloodletting, mm-hmm. aka the character assassination of one Mr. Tyler Lockwood. By the coward, Julie Pleck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it just fit too good. <laughs> That's that, that yes, really baby. <laughs> uh, so, first things first. Morgan, how did you feel about this episode when you first saw it? Um, when I first saw this episode, I was watching this show very um, ironically. Joel is so mad at me, Rachel. No, I I want you guys to go first. Yeah, I figured I'm like this is actually for the best. Uh, so Michael and I, you know, we'd watched Vampire Diaries and we we had the most fun watching it. Michael, you know, got to love its very bug nuts nature. And then we tried the originals and it it didn't stick for us. We ended up trailing off around season two ish, and we just it. It never found it, but this episode, boy, did one Michael Chasen love Michael Trevino's performance in this episode. He has a run of dialogue that to us is a very, like, canonical bit of plucking. It's the, like, uh, you got your crescent birthmark. Oh, a hybrid baby. That means, like, you, like, everything. That means your royalty. Every beat change he does in that monologue is fucking brilliant. And he is just chomping on the scenery and barreling through such a long bit of exposition. And it's beautiful. And Michael and I watched the scene like five times. We rewound it over and over again, just like cackling to ourselves at the sheer delight of it. That said, um, yikes. Uh, watching it with Michael this time around, uh, for the listener, we had a spot of technical difficulties. We actually watched this episode a couple of days ago and we're going to record the episode that night and we had some microphone issues and it ended up not happening. So we are recording without Michael, even though he watched the episode with us. And I got to say, 
I'm going to talk a lot of shit about him because he's not here to defend himself. He looked like he was enjoying what was happening. Like he was like having a lot of fun with how bad Klaus was. Like I think he was the target audience for this episode. (laughs) And when he comes at the end of all of this to talk about some boys probably, maybe he can defend himself (laughs) against the slander that I've just uh, unjustifiably thrown at his feet. To be clear, clear, though, uh, the mic problems that were happening were on my end because my mic also decided that it was bullshit and didn't want (laughs) to deal with it that night. Jill, it's not your turn. I wanted to clarify. It's your turn now, Latoya. Go. (laughs) Yeah. So, Latoya, what did you kind of think of this episode? You know, the first time we watched it and this time we most recently watched it. Um, Well, I just have to say – just for our last originals episode, which you oh, uh, the premiere, uh, the first two episodes, I even said when Jill, of course, asked, where's Tyler? I'm like, he could be roaming around the bayou. Who knows? You did. When I listened I- to that again, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I nearly choked. I was like, I could hear myself just try to not make a thing out of it because I just wanted to scream because he's been roaming around the bayou asking questions. <laughs> But yeah, um, I remember originally watching this and being like, what the fuck? Not even loving Tyler as much as I now do, but like respecting Tyler and Trevino and being like, this is how you bring him back after all the absence like he's had this season on Vampire Diaries. This is his return to the fold. Mm -hmm. It's just, again, the character assassination of one Mr. Tyler Lockwood. It's just, Mm -hmm. whew. And we watching it now, it's... Even though I was like, Jill, but like, (laughs) I couldn't even get the full enjoyment because oof. Yeah, man. So (laughs) I've talked about it. Latoya's talked about it. Michael's not here to talk about it. Let's pull up uh, Julie Pleck interviews. Yeah. (laughs) Jill, could you please tell us how your experience was watching this episode of television? Fuck this show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad we've finally gotten you to the point for like really the first time you're just like, fuck the show. Because that's an important part of watching the (laughs) vampire. I fully am. I'm so glad that we had a few days for me to like sit with it. Um, I was in a car with my friend who has not seen a single episode of The Vampire Diaries. Oh, my God. <laughs> and for 40 minutes, I was bitching about this episode. Jill, think about how much time you were talked to about The Vampire Diaries before you <laughs> saw it. This is a rite of passage for everyone who watches this show, is yammering about it to someone who has no fucking clue what you're talking about. And then being like, you seem very passionate about this. Yeah, he was literally like, I've never seen you this angry at a show before. (laughs) Oh my. Was it better or worse that I was warning you ahead of time that something bad was going to happen? So I think what will shock you guys is most of my anger is with Klaus and not Tyler. I, I'm not that surprised by it either because that's how okay. I felt this time around. Cool. I was yeah. I was largely like I was like that stuff with Haley is like bullshit, and I don't yeah. think he would do that, and that is annoying. But what I am more annoyed about is that like Klaus gets his own fucking show to like explore all of his shit, and Tyler doesn't. Like that, mm-hmm. I, I really felt like robbed of that with Trevino this time around. Yeah. And Klaus 
ultimately gets to win against Tyler. Even though, like, you have the thing at the end where Tyler and Marcel, but like, no, Klaus bested Tyler. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) I I was I watched it again today Mm -hmm. to prepare to get my anger back as if it left. You're a better host than me. But I also wanted to write down moments where I was like, this fucking sucks. This fucking sucks. And I did. But um, <laughs> this is the most work Jill has done. I, like, I was furious. I, <laughs> I do not understand this episode in the context of this season. Mm-hmm. Because unless this season, granted, I'm not a screenwriter. I don't know how this shit works. But if I were writing this season... The only way to make this episode make sense is to have Klaus die at the finale, at season one finale. If Klaus, if Tyler does not kill Klaus and watch the life slowly leave his eyes, it's not going to be worth it. We should be recording this visually. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm having a great fucking time uh, <laughs> listening to this. I and I actually kind of fully agree. Like that is one of the things is uh, you know unlikable protagonists are allowed. Uh, even yeah. villainous protagonists are allowed. You know, you can tell any kind of story you want. But um, yeah, I, I I ended this episode and I was like, if this the show should be the fuck Klaus show, and it it isn't always. Sometimes it is, and I think that it's given itself a really tough job because it's more interesting when it's the fuck Klaus show rather than the like. And don't you like him? I'm like, no. God, his. Drunk bitch ass tears at the end as he's just being really abusive to Rebecca. Every single scene in this episode, every single character, every single scene is talking about how much Klaus fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. And then Tyler shows up and is suddenly the villain in this entire arc, even though Klaus ruined this teenage boy's life. A child. What? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And again, (laughs) how how am I to uh, ship? Klaus and Caroline? How could I want Caroline to ever forgive him for all of the things he's done to Tyler? Um, he's... He drew horse. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a horse, I give you horse. Give and then horse. he's like, oh, I'm gonna let you live because death would be too easy? Like, what the fuck, dude? Get off my screen. Suddenly, <laughs> Tyler Lockwood wants the D? Yeah. I didn't want to see that. I didn't like seeing that. I... And, and I think honestly, like that works in their favor because I, the first time I around that I've watched, like obviously this time around, this current watch, for some reason I focused a lot more on the character of Tyler Lockwood than I ever have before, <laughs> and I've really allowed myself to engage in and enjoy Trevino's performance very fully, and to even spend a little extra time considering how good it is actively and how much I would like to have more of it. Somehow that has happened now. And um, watching this episode the first time, like, I was just like, oh, yeah, this, like, barely counts. Like, Tyler, like, Tyler doesn't have to be in canon. It doesn't, like, matter. It doesn't matter if this is good or not. It's just fun to see Trevino, like, do some, do some, like, mustache twirling and leave. And I didn't really engage in the sad parts because I didn't want to be hurt. Slash, I didn't really care that much because the show has conditioned me for many years to not care about Tyler Lockwood. Um, and watching it this time and caring, oh, I didn't like that. I didn't like doing that. Uh, it made me feel really bad. It made me feel really yeah. upset. <laughs> and, like, having this be the intro to Tyler on the originals 
And Klaus's whole like explaining their backstory, just like kind of hand waving it, like, oh yeah, I ruined I ruined everything in his life. Whatever. Because oh, I fancied his villain. girl. That's no. You're a uh, that monster. wasn't the motivation for any of it. It was because you're a piece of shit. I'm so mad. And it's so like, mad. Not, it's not just his introduction into the originals. It's after being just th- dunking on him all these episodes of The Vampire Diaries, Elena, his best friend, talking about how he's a piece of shit and how Caroline should dump him. Mm-hmm. And, then, and yeah. like, I get if they wanted to have Tyler kind of go off the deep end with everything that's happened. I totally get where that could have gone. But this, mm-hmm. the way that this happened is just not... Not it. <laughs> and and I'll be honest with you, they don't fully like explore. Like this isn't like a season long arc of Tyler dealing with his trauma, really, if I recall correctly. No. Like he's gonna continue to barely be in the fucking show. This and season. when he is, like there's at least one more moment like in Vampire Diaries is he is going back to that where he's just like a real piece of shit and it's like, What are you doing to our dear sweet boy? <laughs> It's like they don't know how to fit him in the shape of the show anymore in its current iteration. Um, and, I, and I honestly think the originals might have been a smarter place to put him and to have actually engaged in how bad a dude Klaus is and having Tyler in his orbit as like a check on his power could be something like really interesting and could have been a good thing for Trevino to have to sink his teeth into and a much needed character I give a shit about on the originals, a character where the uh, show where those characters are fewer and further between, but instead they acknowledge that he and Klaus are enemies and try to like end it as quickly as possible and just be like, ah, final confrontation here. That'll be a fun crossover. Right. And it, it really hurts Klaus if you're watching both shows as a protagonist like it does make him pretty impossible to root for but there are like eight billion klaus stands out there right like how how care about tyler that's part of it because they were conditioned not to care about tyler and they don't is this your king but even that like everything he's done to rebecca everything marcel's saying like how but he has emotions as a kylo ren stand do you not understand this phenomenon as a spike stand do you not understand this phenomenon (laughs) Well, Kyle Grant's never done Morgan. anything wrong in life. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh, Do you not understand that the, he's a woobie? So there you go. Yeah, I guess I just don't want to fuck Joseph Morgan. And that, it, like, as thing. I've said on this show several times, unfortunately, I think I think that really ends up being the line. And, and I just don't. And, you know, I also think, like, <laughs> the backstory, like, I don't care about Klaus's backstory. Yeah, his his Whereas, dad like, is Kylo me. Ren's backstory, I'm, like, into it. <laughs> hmm His parents were, like, the coolest people in the world, and they spent <sighs> all their time making out and doing adventures instead of ever parenting him. <laughs> this is not a Star Wars podcast, goddammit. <laughs> You're the one who brought up Kylo you Ren. Brought up, you opened the can of worms. <laughs> I didn't you know say this name. You guys were, were going down a path where I'm like, come on. Fair. Um, but I get it, man. Like, I, I'm a villain fucker, but... Klaus Michelson is not for me. <laughs> but like, is he even like? I guess he's a villain. But this is his show. He's the protagonist of this show. Yeah, but it's like a, a supposed to be a darker, more mature show. And honestly, I can't speak to it becoming that. Um, <laughs> but I like. I don't think that this puts the narrative in like an irredeemable place or something. But I do feel like they don't deal with this. Like 
it is as impactful as it is, which it wouldn't be, you know, if you didn't watch The Vampire Diaries, which we know, like, people have reached out to us and said they watched the originals first. Like, what would you think of Tyler? Like, you'd be like, oh, that, like, that guy who, like, sucks and is super aggro and, like, pregnant women and, like, then cried and Klaus, like, kicked him off and sent him, you know, packing. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I talked about it in our premiere episode for the original. It was like how Haley needs redemption because, you know, she sold out all of her hybrid friends to, uh, to be massacred by Klaus. But, like, I don't know if she needs to be uh, slit and stabbed uh, and, you know, and prodded a bunch, you know? Because, obviously, Haley doesn't deserve that stuff. And it's fucked up to put Tyler in a position where it's like, obviously, he'd be cool stabbing a pregnant woman. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. And on that note, we begin our episode <laughs> on fight night, baby. Marcel is so hot in this opening, and yeah, I – this opening's great. It's this is so fun. I would have, fun. I want, like, a fight night episode. As do I. As, we are all wrestling fans. We would all like to go to fight night. We would like to do the various chants that I'm sure you do at fight night. I want to see and- Josh fight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yeah. see Josh do fight night. Oh my god! I want to see. Look in in my mind, Rebecca Michaelson occasionally participates in fight night, and she has a not unlike Heather Monroe uh, intro music where she do, does uh, bad girls and comes in in a big fur coat. Yes, that would uh, be my dream. But also, I will say this is a great Josh episode. You got to give him that. It is. It's a. Re- it's Josh's best, finest hour so far. I think. I love that little gay boy. <laughs> I, I would say it's a good old. Josh and Davina episode. Yes, both of them. There's no yeah. Cammy, and that's good. <laughs> yep. See how un like just kind of just plop her out. She's unnecessary. I will say a couple of the episodes recently that we've been like these are good or interesting have had no Cammy in them, <laughs> and that is a statistical data point I can't help but mention. Even though I'm trying to be, open-minded. you're trying, but they don't make it easy. No, it's not easy. <laughs> I mean, again, even Sophie, we saw she was cool once. Sophie kissed a woman, and that did a lot of work on her behalf. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's fight night. Marcel is like emceeing the thing and explaining. I write in my notes: Marcel so hot. Parentheses even in a polo. <laughs> I had the same thought. It was fight night polo. It's <laughs> like, oh, why is he in a polo? It's fight night, Jill. But, like, that was a thing that's really kind of ended. Like, the polo shirt. But now it's kind of coming back in, like, a big boxy, like, crop way. And I don't know how I feel about it. Do you guys want to oh, contribute yeah. on the polo shirt? I don't know. I don't care for okay, it. Yes, okay. <laughs> I mean, Charles Michael Davis can wear a polo if he wants to. He can do put whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> oh, put him in – but put him in Henley's. Like, yeah. he, I mean, he absolutely yeah. can wear whatever he wants, but I would request that one of the times it be a Henley. Of course, that's the wardrobe of the Vampire Diaries universe. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Headley in a leather jacket. <laughs> so it's fight night. This is a fight where, like, the, the Nightwalkers b- basically fight each other to get a step closer to having daylight rings, which is, like, a cool thing to see the, like, power structure and the opportunities that Marcel – like, it's interesting that he's, like, allowing them to be l- little gladiators for his amusement and for power um, because, obviously, he would value stronger people and want them to – Yeah. Know, assess- I write in my notes, gay Josh – I write in my notes, hot lady. Hot, yeah, hot Felicia. The hot lady. Ooh. Felicia was hot. 
oh my god. So this a girl wins the first fight and she's so fucking hot and I was in love with her instantly. And then Klaus shows up and immediately kills my fucking vibe. Strike and kills one. Her. <laughs> I mean, she she could just wake up obviously. So we, mm-hmm. it's not I have to see I have to see if she's in other episodes cuz I know they like going to recycle like the night walkers so uh, like extras. I'm like is she in more episodes? We should. She's so friggin' hot. Not just this one, unfortunately. Ooh. It's all Klaus's fault. She got some sense and she left. She was like, fuck that guy. I'm not staying in this fucking city. Ah, stunt woman. (laughs) Oh, that makes a lot of sense because she was so good at the fight. All right. Well, I love her. Come on the pod. Um, (laughs) So Klaus shows up and so does Elijah. And they're like, we'd like to talk to you. And Elijah says, it appears we've interrupted a collection of Filthy amateurs. Jesus. This is a a casual Elijah, but we're not at the we're not at the level yet where Elijah wears, and this is a spoiler, I think I mentioned it before, jeans. At one point, (laughs) Elijah wears jeans on this show. That's you might not think it's hot, but it is hot. Like, is he doing like farm work? I'm like, (laughs) in what context would he wear jeans? Is he like barefoot too? See an Elijah foot. What would it even be like? <laughs> Doesn't God. seem right. Kids with podcasts. Seeing a teacher out of school. <laughs> um. So they. So Marcel's like, you guys have a lot of nerve coming here and making demands, and um, they're like, well, we're making demands, and he's like, okay, Haley. Yeah, like, who is she? And Klaus is like, uh, she's an old friend. I'm sentimental about old friends. And Marcel takes this time to drag Klaus in public, which is very good and yeah. very important. Um, I will say I have a note before I describe that uh, monologue that Elijah like has a line reading where he talks about the girl. I will not ask again. <laughs> and I wrote Dennis Reynolds in my notes because <laughs> it was a very Glenn Howerton line read and I was super stoked about it. Glenn but, Howerton yeah. as Elijah. Uh, I, the only the only acceptable substitute. Um, so He's like, well, I don't have her. I took a visit to her. I was feeling nostalgic. And he, like, drags Klaus for living on the plantation where he used to be a slave in front of everybody, which, good. Yeah. Yep. Necessary. Um, And he's like, yeah, I, like, was shocked to find that you guys live there now. Haley answered the door. We said hello to each other. That's fucking it. If you don't believe me, look around. I'll even help you find her. But the question that I'd ask is, if she isn't here, then where is she? Dun, dun, dun. Well, I write, uh, my next note says, back roads, uh, sub bullet point, it's your boy. (laughs) 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 The shots of, like, the back of Tyler's head, the side of Tyler's face. I was like, oh, my God. Is she going to sense it? Like automatically, like, well, does she know? Does she know she's already seeing Tyler? <laughs> so you didn't know? No. Oh, Jill. My Jill. the second watch, I was like, I'm not smart because it's quite <laughs> obvious. Not if you don't know. Not if you don't want to know. Also, yeah. yeah. Why would you expect that to be where Tyler is? Yeah. Uh, so Tyler has kidnapped Haley. She's tied around in the trunk. 
Um, he's like, he's, she's trying to fight him. And then we realize it's Tyler and he's like, seriously. And he's like, you don't want to fight me, Haley. You know, you can't beat a hybrid. So like, there's all this like weird cocky hybrid shit in this, um, episode from him, which is weird. You gotta teach us about what hybrids are. They're fail sons, as we all know. (laughs) Yeah. Klaus's fail son army. Um, Haley calls him a backstabbing half breed piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) That rolls actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, all right, cool. If you're going to go for it, go in on him. Um, and he just, you know, throws her over his shoulder and walks down as he drags her through the bayou. Jill, the originals. You, and then you see his you, wolf eyes. Yeah. Before mm. you knew it was Tyler and his wolf eyes, did you think it was Gerald? You thought it was Gerald, didn't you? Yeah, I thought it was Gerald. Because now I'm, I'm leaning into it, him being Gerald. <laughs> I would not, again, if it weren't for this podcast, I would not be continuing originals after this episode. But I'm going to meet Gerald. So <laughs> You gotta meet Gerald, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not good, but you're like, I guess it can be excited about something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if expectations match reality. Jill's gonna love him and I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't believe that could be possible. <laughs> so um back at the abattoir, Elijah and Klaus are hanging out in the courtyard and like all the vampires are still around and Elijah like is talking shit about them and Klaus is like, they can hear you, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> Elijah is also very aggro in this episode. I mean, his girl was kidnapped. Yeah, watch out. So uh, Marcel comes out and tells Elijah he liked him better in that box. He's (laughs) like, but Klaus, my sire, I owe the world to you. And I always show respect to my elders. Very expository (laughs) episode. Um, And he's like, look. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, uh, like I could lend you a witch, like I could allow you a locator spell to find um, Haley, and he offers Sabine's services. Sabine's here. She's so pretty, guys. Looking so hot, <laughs> just being casually kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And Klaus is really annoyed because Marcel tries to leave, and Marcel's like, sorry, sun's fucking coming up. My Nightwalkers need to get inside. I gotta go around the fucking city. Do your dumb shit. There was only one fight. Mm-hmm. It was not a fun night. It was not successful. <laughs> Stealing with some backlash there, I'm I'm sure. I'm going to say my final note for the scene is that I have written in all caps, candelabras, because they are <laughs> surrounded by fucking candelabras, and what a vibe. <laughs> That's what th- the season of uh, Empire Diaries is all about, candelabras, every which way. Hell yeah. Hell yes. Um, finally. <laughs> finally, we're here to talk about candelabras. So... <laughs> Then uh, over in the bayou, we have our first scene in this little bayou shack they spend a bunch of time in. Uh, Tyler is very angry. Bungalow. (laughs) Bayou bungalow. Um, Tyler calls the place they're in the armpit of Louisiana because he's mean now. (laughs) Um, He takes out a fucking knife, uh, but he just ends up, you know, cutting the zip ties that are binding her ankles. And she's like, hey, you fucking kidnapped me, like, in my home. And he's like, this isn't your home. It's Klaus's. Like, uh, you're living there with him. Long way from the girl I met in the Appalachians helping other werewolves. And that's where I wrote in my notes, Appalachian woman Haley last name. <laughs> <laughs> Proud Appalachian woman. Oh, my God. Tyler is so 
so angry in the scene. I would like to read the monologue that he's going to do now. Please do. Go for it. So Haley says, Tyler, I'm sorry, but a lot has happened since the last time I saw you. (laughs) (laughs) You mean that you're pregnant? (laughs) A hybrid baby. Yeah, I know all about it. I've been roaming around the bayou asking questions. Let me tell you what I learned. (laughs) This crescent birthmark means you come from a big shot family, some kind of royalty to the werewolves of this region. And right here, this is all that's left of them. Beautiful. Beautiful beat changes from him. And what I did was shit. But what I'm honoring, beautiful set of beat changes from Trevino. I love that man. He is elevating this material. And he's he's a good boy. Um, but now we know all that exposition. <laughs> Thanks, Trevino. He's been rowing around the bayou. Asking questions. Uh, so, you know, Haley sees another person and, like, calls for help. And Tyler's like, they can't help you. They're in the woods hiding because they've been persecuted for decades by vampires. Um, yeah. So, like, Tyler's, like, the voice of the oppressed werewolves. And Klaus is like, I don't care about you and your issues. Tyler doesn't care about the oppressed werewolves since he makes a deal with the guy oppressing the werewolves at the end of the episode. Yeah, which is also seems so fucking against who he is as a person. He spent, you know, his whole summer being away from everyone he loves so that he can help people he doesn't know. Um, but okay, uh, he really hates Klaus. <laughs> He's a little bitch, uh, as this episode proves. Yeah. Even littler bitch than the littlest bitch. That's Klaus. Mm-hmm. Um, also in the scene, we meet Dwayne. He's the other werewolf that's helping. Joel I was, I was, I was Gerald. <laughs> I thought it was Gerald, and I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's Dwayne, baby. (laughs) Um, So then uh, at the abattoir, we have uh, Elijah and Klaus and Sabine. Sabine does her spell. She's in the bayou. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she can't really be more precise than that. Klaus is like, Elijah, are you worried about ruining your shoes? And Elijah's like, barefoot. Fuck you. Uh, Sabine tells them about the werewolves and Klaus is like, well, maybe she's looking for people, you know, like her. I guess our company is not good enough for you. Like yeah. he's trying to scare Elijah. Also, like, Klaus is like immediately like she ran away. It's like, c- calm down, little bitch. Guys, no a thing. I fucking hate Klaus. <laughs> yes. Expand on that. <laughs> I just I I don't like him. <laughs> I'm not interested in him at all anymore. He's so whiny. You're going to be really angry soon about something else. Oh. Yeah. You're going to be really angry. This is a season of Klaus, baby. <sighs> our our next scene is at the Nightwalker bar, and we have a scene with Marcel and Josh. Uh, Marcel's like, join everybody. And, like, Josh is, like, drinking games. No, like, reminds me of the jocks in my high school. And Marcel's like, oh, you don't like bullies? And Josh is like, yeah. And Marcel's like, what do you bet happened to those guys? I bet you tear them apart now. <laughs> That's like not the vibe Josh has. Marcel's <laughs> just fucking with them, but it's pretty funny. Marcel is fucking with them so hard. He's like, haha, you're funny. In fact, I thought it was really funny last night when I saw you at that plantation where Klaus is staying. Oh no. Josh Uh-oh. immediately tries to run away and fails. Gay Josh, no! (laughs) Um, And I wrote in my notes, imagine how horny scared 
Josh must be right now. Like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. If Marcel was yelling at me, I and I thought I was maybe gonna die, or maybe he was just gonna like touch my arm. I'd explode. <laughs> I'd pass out. Especially if he has like he's like threatening, but like with that little smirk, I'd be like, yes. "I kill me." He's doing okay. smile threats. I would. Yeah. Look, if that's how I go, I go. Yeah. Great scene. No no. It'd be an honor to go that way. Absolutely. Uh, then in the bayou, um, they're looking for Haley, Klaus and Elijah are. And Klaus is like, you like her. Get over Fucking it. Little baby boy. Um, Klaus, uh, he can't pick up Haley's scent, but he can smell someone else. Uh, he's like this vehicle reeks of someone I thought I was rid of Tyler Lockwood Elijah calls Tyler his quote little hybrid sidekick from Mystic Falls does Elijah only know like the early goings of the sire bond like when he was hanging out with Rebecca or whatever is that all he knows about what, what was happening with them at that time I don't think he knows a lot about what happened with Tyler or I think he would feel a lot more for Tyler so we are Attempting to obscure the knowledge there. Because <laughs> Jesus. I'm furious. Klaus says that Tyler's probably here because he wants revenge because I went after his girl. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Elijah says, why do I suspect this is the least of your offenses? And uh, he talks a little bit about the hybrids. Um and how he was his first, and he sired him. And he's like, I guess I didn't give him a lot of choice. And, like, we show him killing him. It sucks. Oh, yeah, Klaus- they, the sire bond is in this episode, but they don't really explain the sire bond. No. Yeah, About the things they explain. Yeah, that Klaus was controlling him and, like, telling him, like, making him hurt people he cared about. Uh, he says, he was loyal in the beginning, but he grew insubordinate, turned my other hybrids against me. I couldn't have that, so I massacred the lot of them. Tyler ran like a coward before I could finish him off. And then Elijah's like, anything else you want to fucking share? And he's like, ah, there's this business with his mom. And Elijah's like, you killed his mom? Klaus is like, well, he needed to be taught a lesson. What lesson? Yeah, and uh, that is actually Elijah's question. What lesson will you be taught to Klaus if he retaliates by harming Haley? The lesson was that um, he shouldn't be happy ever. (laughs) The lesson (laughs) was, don't fuck with me. If you're going to introduce Tyler in this episode and have all of his trauma laid out in like two minutes – but then have him be the villain, that does not make sense. There, there's an interesting something here. The idea of writing, of this being Klaus's show and having Klaus's like greatest enemy that we know from, you know, back in the, from like our show, who we like have access to as cast, showing up and coming here to like, charge him for his sins and like make him pay for the bullshit that he did before and actually reckoning with that i think would be good like it's it's a smart instinct i think and to actually dig into like how he's a piece of shit which i mean like this episode does kind of do to its credit like i do want to say like I don't think you're supposed to leave this episode being like fuck yeah cloud yeah, especially after the rebecca scene 
Yeah, like, I think you're supposed to be like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, this is a fucking mess. Like, who is even good here in this situation? And I don't think that's an uninteresting question, but I don't think um, selling out Tyler Lockwood is maybe yeah. the best way with which to make this point. I mean, <laughs> in the sh- in the show's defense, selling out Tyler Lockwood is, like, uh, all they do. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a favorite move. It's nothing new. <laughs> It will continue. <laughs> Not my boy. Let him live. No. <laughs> He'll live and he'll sell him out. <laughs> Has to keep living so we can continue to be sold out. <laughs> so Klaus is again like, fine, go find her. Save her. Claim what spoils you can. I've sampled what she has to offer. And let me tell you, she's exquisite. Ew. Ew. Please stop reminding me of the time that they had sex. It was the worst. I hated it so fucking much i hated it It, don't make me think about it (laughs) i will just say i guess it it also speaks to uh, i'm not talking about uh that obviously uh it speaks to again the value they had in trevino or whatever like if that revenge spinoff had gotten picked up trevino would have been gone and we wouldn't have had uh charles michael davis as marcel either actually so Mm. oh so i'm like like he's back but like he was trying to go lead his own show uh, mm. like in between i guess uh 4 and 5 and this yeah so um yeah maybe they felt that it was they didn't want to include him because he might be leaving or like, maybe which like isn't he was know, trying to leave because they were never including him yes uh both uh very possible possibilities so Klaus says he's going to fucking kill Tyler it sucks then up in Davina's room uh Marcel <laughs> brings Josh Yay! <laughs> um, and uh, we we are introduced to a new best friendship. Um, so Marcel's plan is like, Josh is compelled. I need you to flip him. Can you make Josh forget the compulsion um, that Klaus has put him under? And she's like, oh, yeah, I can do that. But it'll hurt a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how much pain we're talking. <laughs> a lot, Josh. A lot. Like so much, uh, and she puts the owie on him, and it seems like quite an owie. <laughs> that does not seem nice. No, it doesn't seem fun to be Josh right now. It's a rough day for Josh. Um, so then back in the bayou, oh yes, another uh, Haley Tyler scene. The scene where in all caps I, I write, Phoebe says "woof." Has she always done that the whole time? Phoebe says "woof" in this scene instead of "wolf." more than once and it is noticeable (laughs) and i love it (laughs) tyler she's been a wolf watching me lately (laughs) gerald of course (laughs) yeah so she kind of explains gerald and she's like like, it, it looks like like this wolf like protects me like i'm part of its pack like you're a hybrid you can turn to a wolf whenever you want right was it you and he's like no but, like, um, I'm the only hybrid left except for Klaus, which is why we're here. Like, only hybrids control when they change. So if he's been around a bunch, like, I don't know what the fuck that could be. Uh, and Haley's like, okay, whatever you think you're doing, like, the original family has some sort of pact to keep me and the baby safe. If you hurt me, they'll kill you. To which Tyler replies, what makes you think I'm afraid to die? <sighs> Remember when he was just happily in love with Caroline? <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. Jill? I'm... I... Tyler, I love you. 
<laughs> so sorry, it's, Jill. And it's just like it it's fucked up because like I mean, Matt's there. Matt's been gone this summer, but like Matt loves Tyler. Caroline loves Tyler. Um, you know, Bonnie is is not around right now. Which again, like if they took the time to actually dive into how everything has been affecting Tyler, this could make sense. This line could make sense. I could be on board, but we don't get that. <laughs> yeah, and we don't like especially we have not justified that like that he would just go to these lengths. It just doesn't seem like him. Like it just it really is hard, but uh, obviously this is an attempt to say this is a Tyler that is in an extremely bad place right now. This is not you know, like your normal Tyler Lockwood, good guy, member of the team. Was he? This is a Tyler that like kind of has a death wish and is like so tortured by revenge he doesn't know what to do with himself. So is the implication that he wasn't even helping other wolves? He was just roaming around the bayou the whole time? I have no idea. I hope not. That sucks. Like I don't think they had, I don't think they ever say directly what the deal was, but like I'm sure some of that time had to have been spent looking for Klaus to do all the bayou roaming and all the question asking. So we have Dwayne come in. Tyler, um, you know, takes out a big syringe and he stabs Haley in her stomach and takes out some of the blood, uh, which is really rough. He says, Klaus destroyed everything good in my life, so I'm going to take away the thing he wants most. Uh, then he puts that blood into Dwayne's neck and snaps his neck. And it is a really rough scene. If you took away the thing he wants most, you just go to Caroline. Yeah. Be with your girlfriend. Yeah. Go date your girlfriend and have a successful relationship. <laughs> that would really piss him off. He'd hate it. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. It's like a, it's really like violent and like shocking. And it doesn't seem like something he'd do. Like attacking a pregnant woman is like one of those things that like, you do when you're a mustache twirling villain in an old silent movie. Like, it, it's like a stereotypically, like, just to quickly establish someone's a bad guy, let's have them go like, after pregnant like women. Like kicking a dog. Yeah, it's like kicking a dog. It's the opposite of saving the cat. And come on. Like, <laughs> I just don't buy it. Like, I feel like he would be the, the Tyler I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would be the type to like sit Haley down and explain what he what his theory is, not to just like attack her. <laughs> yeah, like why couldn't he just go to Haley and be like, "Hey, I'm here. Yeah. We need to talk." Why like, I think the your baby's gonna create hybrids, and and you need to know to keep yourself safe. Yeah, if you are this huge thing to Klaus because he wants to have more hybrids and he wants to have people he can control. And, and yeah, like, I mean, that's to come to her as, like, a player and the thing. Because I also think this hurts Haley a lot. Like, to have her be this very largely, like, inactive person in this story. Like, we've seen Haley, like, stick up for herself and that she's just, like, the damsel in distress getting scooped up and taken somewhere against her will and can't do anything but, like, cower for all of this stuff. Not that it's not necessarily, like, something that can happen or that it makes her any less strong for having been through this but it's just another like placing her in a role with so little agency 
repeatedly. It makes her less of an interesting character. It makes Tyler a much less nuanced person. And it just feels like, who is this good for? Who does this serve? And I don't even think it serves Klaus. <laughs> I was just going to say, it, it's not serving anyone. Yeah. Then we have a church scene with Marcel and Rebecca. Dear God. Because no one tells Rebecca shit, so she didn't even know that Marcel didn't do the kidnapping. Yeah, so he's like, ah, couldn't stay away, huh? And she's like, what the fuck? I was half past Louisiana when I found out you invaded our home. What did you do with Haley? Marcel is just um, being thirsty. He's like, you're hot when you're angry. (laughs) Well, there's a shot where her foot is like on his neck and her heels (laughs) are so big. I'm like... (laughs) Yes. Step yeah. on my neck. <laughs> Please step on me. Um I was I was unwell. Um it was very very hot. She's like you used me and he's like no that was mutual and she says beguiled by your charms I slept <laughs> with you like a fool led you to our home and then you took Haley beguiled by your charms <laughs> beguiled <laughs> by um- your Charms? Fairholt <laughs> can just say anything, can't she? She can. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it so fucking much. <laughs> and Marcel's like, look, I didn't fucking take anybody. Jesus Christ. Like, I talked about this with your brothers. <laughs> we, of course, did not keep you in the loop. But why did you even come back? Beguiled by your charms. This is the Empire <laughs> Diaries. <laughs> So Marcel's like, you really thought that I'd like rat you out for like showing me where you guys were staying. And he like touches her face and he's like, you think in a thousand years I'd do anything to hurt you? You've got me confused with Klaus. And he's actually very genuine. Like uh, Mm -hmm. Marcel, Rebecca scenes like from this point on are like very, very genuine. Yeah, because he's he's been like very – very bravado-y in a lot of their previous scenes and kind of like acting like she's just another girl to him. Whereas um, now it's very clear that she is the girl to him. He got over that cami thing really quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's the point? <laughs> Almost like it's hard to even uh, entertain the idea dramatically that they're together. <laughs> so yeah, like, Rebecca's like, all your charms and your flirtations prove you're every bit the liar and manipulator Klaus is. And he's like, you really think that about me? And she's like, yeah, prove me wrong. And he's like, cool, I will. <laughs> then, back in the bayou, Dwayne's <laughs> uh, being moved around by Tyler, who instructs Haley to not get all judgy. <laughs> Says he knew what he was getting into. He volunteered. Cool. Tyler, I know. I know, it's bad. She's trying to make a hybrid. Tyler says he's been running with wolf packs all over the country. One of them was tight with a witch, and she had a nightmare vision about your baby and how Klaus could use its blood to make an army of hybrid slaves. So I guess he had to be doing this work that he was doing, and then he was around a witch who had a vision. Wait, could you could you say the line again? Could you say the line again about a witch? Absolutely. Uh, I've been running with wolf packs all over the country. One of them was tight with a witch. She had a, she had nightmare visions about your baby and how Klaus could use its blood to make an army of hybrid slaves. Yeah, that doesn't mean the witch was there with them because I'm like, that's Sabine, right? 
No, I mean it's it says he was running with a pack of wolves. Yeah, but one was one tied with them. a witch, but like that doesn't mean the witch was with them. It means that like, the witch could have just told them. Yeah, I assumed it meant the witch told them. Yeah. But like Yeah. What the witch I would assume that witch is Sabine. Oh, I thought it could have been like anyone. The idea Since that she like, had the vision anyway. Already, we know this. Well, I thought just like maybe multiple witches are having visions because of ill portents. Um, you know how they have this fucked up magic in, in New Orleans. So. Yes. <laughs> Who knows how far and wide it could, it could go? Who the fuck knows? And Haley's like, I'm sick of these witches and their premonitions about my baby. It's a baby. And uh, he's like, maybe, maybe it isn't. Like, Dwayne was happy to be the test case. Like, mm-hmm. if you didn't notice, the people around here don't really have a lot to live for. Mm-hmm. They all welcome the chance to become the, suspir- the superior species. Ugh. But all hybrids get sired to Klaus and follow his every move. And I'm not going to fucking let that happen. And also note that when she says baby, it's uh, she's trying to to flatten that accent because it's like, but it's still like kind of coming out like when uh, Emily de Ravine would say baby on Lost. <laughs> my baby. My baby. <laughs> um. Oh my God. So Haley's like, how can you be sure Klaus knows what the baby's blood will do? And Tyler's like, it's fucking Klaus, killer of men, women, and puppies. You really think he wants to be a daddy all of a sudden? But Klaus isn't smart. He just like surrounded himself by like smart witches, and that's how he like he was so good for the longest time. Yeah, he's like hybrids can walk in the sun. They're bites lethal little vampires. They'll take over New Orleans by the end of the week. And you know what's going to stop Klaus? Then nothing. Dwayne wakes up. He starts freaking out, and he needs to feed on someone. So Tyler's like, "Feed on Haley." No. <sighs> you know you can bring a blood bag. <laughs> You know you can do that, right? You need to drink it too. The choices made were intentionally to make us hate Tyler. And I say no. I hate you for the things you've done to Tyler. You bastards. I agree. You can't make rude. me hate him. Can't, can't put one over on us. <laughs> no. Cannot be done. Um, It fucking sucks. Dwayne freaks the fuck out and runs outside and becomes a hybrid. Um, and he goes and all Frankenstein, as I wrote in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now and now he's he's great. He's was, great now. Now to go to something fun. Yeah. So in uh, Davina's room, she's like, sorry, because she keeps <laughs> making Josh scream in pain. Uh, she's doing him his voodoo lobotomy, as he calls it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I fucking can't believe it. Um, it's so funny. She's like, uh, think about something. Like, take your mind off it. And they talk about music. And Davina says, do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Damien Chazelle ass little girl. <laughs> she's like, he's like no, fuck? I like house music. And, and I put it in the chat, bathroom bumps is happening tonight. <laughs> Unreal. He's like, yeah, I like club stuff, house, trance. And she's like, I'm a witch. I'm not Amish. I just, I'm only 16. I don't go to clubs. But I also, I appreciate, we got a, got a gay character on the show. It's a gay club kid. A gay club kid vampire. I love my beautiful little gay boy. He, I love him. I would do anything. For him. I wish Josh got to do more stuff. Let Chris Kelly write the Josh spinoff. And we do like a very like Just gay Josh. culture in club scenes. But you're a vampire show. I love I'd watch that. that. 
watch the fuck out of that shit. So he's like, oh, well, when I was a teenager, I went to like a bunch of clubs. And he's like, that's crazy. Like, that was just four years ago and it feels like another life. All I wanted to do was eat boys. Things are so much more complicated. Now all I want to do is meet boys, feed on people's blood, get one of those daylight rings so I don't burn in the sunlight. You know, normal stuff. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, Davina's like, oh, I like Bach. <laughs> <laughs> Davina! I'm like, don't get her started on the fiddle. You do not get yeah. her started on the fucking fiddle. Um, but it's also, really cute. They pick up love Davina here. Love Davina and Josh. BFF. Davina gets a gay best friend. She does. And, and it helps. Again, <laughs> post-sexy baby. Like, Davina, like, I am very into her character, actually. Yeah. yeah, I. this is, I think, a nice turning point for her. She now has a scene partner that she doesn't have to be like, I'm the spooky little girl, too. I can't say fasmatos correctly. Fasmutos. <laughs> fasmatos. Fasmatos. Like, baby girl, no. Look it up. <laughs> Binging Bonnie Bennett. <laughs> I'm sorry. You say there's gonna be some MiFi footage of Bonnie doing this much. <laughs> yeah, some MiFi had to have picked that up. Uh, so, um, Tavine explains like Marcel's worried that like someone could hear me playing music up here, but it's not his fault. He just wants to keep me safe. And Joss like, what do you need to be kept safe from? And she says a coven of psycho witches who want to sacrifice me in a blood ritual. And Josh is like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry and she says don't be i'm gonna destroy them all and once they're gone everything will go back to normal i'll have my old life back and they're best friends now <laughs> yeah just like there's a whole other show happening up here he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's not allowed um i love josh i love davina i think they're doing this is a, a cute little friend pairing this is good to us mm-hmm. then back in the dang bayou <laughs> Every time. It's, uh, he's a hybrid, baby. And Tyler says, if Klaus gets a hold of you, if he gets that kid, he wins. And Haley goes, okay, then help me hide the baby from him. Help me run. But Tyler is not interested in that. He says he'll find you, he'll take the kid, and he'll make more hybrid monsters. Slaves who do everything he says. And I, that's just not, like, he would not be okay with he wouldn't kill her. That would no. not be his first, like... And at this point, I was like, is he, like, compelled? Mm-hmm. He, he does have, like, focus, like... He's yeah. so driven, one-track mind eyes. I'm like, is there a twist? Is this a little prank from Ketsia? Which, that'd be fun. Yeah, I love, love a little Ketsia, Ketsia prank. Uh, <laughs> I miss her whole arc! Uh, and so... Haley like stabs Tyler um, in the gut with a broken chair leg, and Tyler screams and pulls out the stake and then says, "That was stupid," which was a incredible line read. <laughs> but then Dwayne shows up, and Dwayne is not interested in Tyler hurting Haley, just kind of like us. Are we also sired to Haley? <laughs> Maybe we are. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, so Haley basically realizes what's going on and is like, Dwayne, he's going to kill me and then he's going to kill you. He said hybrids are too dangerous to live. You have to stop him. And uh, Dwayne, um, you know, uh, tries to fuck with Tyler and suddenly Haley like can actually run and she cuts herself free and she barely is out of the fucking place before Tyler rips Dwayne's heart out of his chest because he loves to murder, remember? (laughs) (laughs) Tyler just killed an innocent person. Uh, poor Dwayne. Okay. Cool. Um, so then Haley runs through the woods and she finds Elijah. Phew. Elijah's like sees that she's like covered in blood and she has a knife, and he's like, Whoa, thought you were in danger, but I guess you're fucking good. They share a charged hug. <laughs> And um, Elijah's like, I'm going to take you home. And Haley's like, no, Elijah, you need to know something about the baby. Then dun, dun, dun. Tyler's looking around. Yeah, I have, I have a scene. The first scene said woods. And the next scene in my notes says other woods. <laughs> so in a different section of the woods, uh, Tyler and Klaus uh, end up meeting up. And Tyler's like, don't you worry. Like, I'll end it quick. And Klaus is like, quite an offer. Not one I'll be extending to you. here's the other thing that we're not talking about tyler's like yeah klaus i'll kill you tyler doesn't care about the bloodline at all for like anyone not just himself but like anyone anyone yeah and like he'll die like like he's just like cool like let's go out like this was not the energy he had when he was falls like that would have been more interesting. Like that would have made him and Caroline's breakup feel a lot more motivated if he had been in this like scared, frenzied, angry place. But I honestly think if he had been like that, Caroline wouldn't have let him leave and would have been like, you need to stay here and be taken care of because something is not right. Like this is so fucked. (laughs) Before we get back into the scene, I do want to confirm with you guys, when I did the Warner Brothers studio tour weeks ago Mm -hmm. and sent you guys the picture from the originals, was that Mm -hmm. this scene? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I was standing there, I took a picture, but I was like, oh, it's Klaus, and I sent it to you guys. Didn't know it was Tyler? (laughs) Mm -mm. Oh my god. Uh, I just, he's, he's, it's tricky. (laughs) It's not easy always to keep these secrets from you, Jill. <laughs> so uh, Klaus is like, oh, Tyler, threatening a pregnant girl. Like, never thought you'd sink this low. I'm impressed. Uh, and Tyler's like, well, I used to hang out with you. Something must have rubbed off. Klaus is like, what would Caroline say if she saw what you've become? And he says, Maybe I'll ask her when I call to tell her of your demise. Jesus. <sighs> What do you say about your being a baby daddy, asshole? <laughs> hmm Tyler's like, whatever happens to me, like, it doesn't matter. Caroline will never fucking stop hating you. Cool, hot, good. They fight. Like, it's it's rough. Tyler can't fucking fight Klaus. Like, it, it, he gets the upper hand. He, like, does a good job. But it's like you can't fight an original vampire. You're going to fucking lose. <laughs> it was pointless. The whole thing yeah. is pointless. He could never do this without a plan. Like, that's the other thing. Like, he knows that he has to be smart. Like, it, it ha- 
this plan feels like it needed to be driven by some kind of like desperation and some kind of like time crunch and some kind of like, I know this isn't a perfect plan, but I have to try it right now. It's like the last time I could do this or something like that. Like, but that that's not there. Like, it feels like there needs to be like a sense of urgency here driving him doing this in such an unthought out way. Like, come on. Yeah. Our boy's smarter than that. Our next scene our is in boy. the garden. <laughs> He's our boy now. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I gotta. I gotta take a slight amount of ownership. <laughs> I do love him. I don't want this to be happening to him. Didn't know this was gonna happen to me. <laughs> um, you didn't. Our next have scene. This. <laughs> Nobody ever does. We even get a family tree at the end of this. Anyways, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Should we, should we play that at the end of the episode just for old Yes. Time's sake? yes. <laughs> There's a family if tree. you guys we have- like. <laughs> You're actually, we, there is, there, we see a family tree at the end of this episode? In the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Because <laughs> I don't care about like, that. There's a family tree in this episode. We need Tyler. It'll make sense. It's great. This is not your legacy. <laughs> it's just your fucked up family tree. <laughs> But unlike the bad song Family Tree, the next scene is good because it's a Marcel and Rebecca scene. He has taken her to the garden. Not a nice garden that is outside and has flowers, but an underground garden where he buries vampires he wants to punish. <laughs> Fucking great. He <laughs> keeps... He's like, ah, this actually wasn't always going to be a place where I bury people I don't like. It was going to be something else. And then he like... In a hole in the wall in the underground garden place where he buries people, he keeps a leather architect's tube with house plans inside of it. And I'm like, I don't know if this is the best place for this. It reveals that he designed a house for him and Rebecca. Some notebook shit. I was unwell, gang. That's some notebook shit. Like, she was like, wait, you, like, wanted us to have, like, a whole – like, she loves the house, of course. She's like, it's fucking lovely. What about it? This was our happily ever after. And he's like, yeah, yours and mine, but you ran away with Klaus. I would already built the foundation for the place, and I halted construction after you left. I was going to wait till you got back to start it up again, and you never did. So now it's where I bury the people that betrayed me. Talk to a therapist. <laughs> Talk to Cammy. Talk to a therapist. I know a really cheap one because she's not real yet. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was unwell. This was too much for me. Rebecca's like, well, you could have, like, fucking come after me. And he's like, I don't know. You were with Klaus. And she's like, I was daggered not long after I left. Like, Klaus stole a century from me like it was nothing. And Marcel says, yeah, that's what he does. Klaus will never be happy. He'll be damned if he lets someone else get something he can't have. And Rebecca's just like, yeah, I fucking know. She says she's been dancing to this song for a thousand years. And Marcel's like, okay, but starting now, you have a choice between the brother who takes away your happiness whenever he feels like it and the man who wants to give you everything you ever wanted. Easy choice. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Klaus, obviously. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she's Klaus, because maybe he'll be nice to her one day. (laughs) She plays her cards right. Well, maybe be nice to her. (laughs) Maybe once. 
Um, she says, like, even though Marcel has made a very compelling argument that he is the right choice, Rebecca says, he will kill you in front of my eyes out of spite. That's so true. God, I, I, I know it's not going to happen, but I want him to die. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it's, it would be nice. <laughs> Can we talk about Rebecca for a second in this episode? Yes. Yes, of course. Good God. She, like, how how are we supposed to ever be able to stand the sight of Klaus's stupid little face? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Just, like, fucking bananas. It's It's so, so upsetting. I know we've talked about how she's never happy, but I just want her to be happy <laughs> so bad. The saddest girl in the world. Yeah, I just like, I don't know, man. Like how, it, it, it gets really exhausting. Like this, this I think that's another reason why I couldn't get into this show is because Klaus like feels like he's just so oppressively lording over all of these nice characters I like and they cannot escape his evil clutches and I just can't stand him being in charge of all of them. It's hard to watch. Yeah, it's not good. It's not fun. And yet, (laughs) that's all we get. Uh, So then over in the bayou, um, we have a Haley and Elijah scene, and Haley's like, Klaus had to have fucking known about this. Like, he could care less about the baby. He just wants her to be born so he can use her to make more hybrids. And, I, like, you know, Elijah, what's he to believe? I just, I guess, I just, like, uh, Klaus is not that smart. I don't imagine that he would know. Jill, do you think Klaus is that smart? God, no. <laughs> so I'm just like, he didn't know. Yeah, just because he's evil enough to do it doesn't mean he's smart enough to have this plan. <laughs> Considering he didn't think about it when it's like, well, he knocked this girl up. It, that did, never even crossed his mind. He's just being like, you've been with someone else. That's all he could think of. Like, mm-hmm. no, he doesn't know anything about the fucking blood. He's not that smart a boy. Elijah is like, Haley brings up the fact that it seemed like Dwayne was sired to her. And that's uh, something. And Elijah's like, I don't know. I should fucking take you home. Like, regardless of my brother's intentions, mine are the same. I'm going to protect you, even if I have to protect you from Klaus. And Haley's like, I can take care of myself. Since when? I mean, you used to be able to take care of yourself until now. (laughs) And it's like, it's okay to, like, not have a pregnant character do a bunch of action uh, in a way that would be, you know, somewhat unbelievable. I want to see her do a bunch of flips. she should still have agency. Yeah. Yeah, Just, there's a difference between her not being able to do a bunch of flips and her not having any agency at all. Just cartwheeling into every scene. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Uh, then uh, back to the Klaus and Tyler fight. It's fucking rough. I don't know. It makes me really sad. They play hide and seek. Uh, Klaus gets stabbed. Mm, what you say? Um, this is pretty good <laughs> yeah i don't know they fucking fight like tyler's like i'm just getting started Klaus is like how dare you Klaus is like you're bloodthirsty maybe it's good your mother never lived to see you like this <laughs> You shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch asshole. Yeah. yeah. 
he stabs Tyler. He's like, I, I'm. it's sad, really. I thought I made you better. Turns out you're quite the disappointment. And then he, you know, doesn't stake him all the way. And Tyler says, I guess I'm just another one of your failures. Like you failed at making hybrids. Like how you failed your family. And like how you're going to fail your own kid. But to be fair, Tyler's, while well, all of that is true, and I love it, and I agree with it. Tyler, your plan for him to fail his own kid is for you to murder that kid, which I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> you don't win that one, buddy. I mean, I think I've already said in one of the episodes that you are, of course, uh, pro-life. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, as uh, famously. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Um, just for the record. But yeah, Jesus. Um, Klaus is like, it gets to a point where Klaus is like, ah, I'm going to end your tedious little life. At least it was brief. Uh, and he grabs Tyler's heart in his chest. And Tyler says, do it. You're never going to break me. The only thing you can do is kill me. So go on. Get it over with. I feel like he's already broken him just by him saying that, honestly. But that's so just me. I know we, yeah, true. Uh, Jill, I know we've asked you a lot of painful questions in this, but how is this scene for you? This was a um, rough time. I hated this scene, believe it or not. What? Yeah. <laughs> I uh. just, I don't, I'm, I, I'm a broken record at this point, but it's like, what? Why? Why? Like Klaus, this is a teenage boy, but he has a teenage girl that Klaus wants. Yeah, but that's not this show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's, that's like if you wanted show. her you had this to stay on show. that call sheet you're number one on a new call sheet sir klaus luring stefan there so we could beat him up for fucking his sister <laughs> on my show now <laughs> god it feels like we're not far from that and then him just being like ah you want me to end your suffering i'm just like shut the fuck up yeah he's- <laughs> you big sean again <laughs> Ho, shut the fuck up. Yeah, ho, shut the fuck up. He sucks. He's like, yeah, death offers more peace than you deserve, so I'm going to let you live. And each morning you'll wake knowing your wretched existence continues only by my will. But hey, you know cool. what? If he did kill him, mm-hmm. Tyler gets to see Bonnie again. Yeah. Hey, hang out with friend Bonnie. <laughs> you know what? Do it, Klaus. <laughs> let Tyler hang out with Bonnie. Oh, hey, Bonnie, you back from summer? <laughs> <laughs> what if the person that Bonnie was communicating the most, Bonnie was communicating the most with uh, over the summer was Tyler? <laughs> Tyler, like, wasn't answering Caroline's calls, but, like, he always responded to Bonnie. <laughs> Tyler sending Bonnie, like, chain emails and her replying, these are funny. <laughs> like, Jeremy, you got to reply to that one. It was really good. <laughs> Send links back and forth. Jeremy's like, should I be worried about you and Tyler? <laughs> no, Tyler's yes. my friend. He sends the best links. <laughs> uh, it fucking sucks. Like, he leaves Tyler there. And Klaus says, you can live the rest of your days knowing you're nothing to me. Yeah. Like, what What are we supposed to, as an audience, what are we supposed to gain from that scene? Klaus, Klaus just fucking sons Tyler. That's what we get from that. For what reason? Like, are we supposed to root for him? Honestly, because it's not even like to make Klaus seem tough because Klaus like comes off like a little bitch for the rest of the episode. Exactly. Like, like if that's if that was meant for us to have some 
reason to root for Klaus. That was an awful way to it, do it. Because it, it can't be. Just because the rest of the episode, he really is just like petulant at like his worst in the rest of the episode with both the, the scene with uh, Haley and Elijah and then the scene with Rebecca. He's just like completely like they're all writing him off at that moment. So like, there's no reason to do that other than just what we know about the show's universe and just piling dirt on Tyler every fucking second of he's on screen and off. Yeah, I mean, I think they are trying to tell a story about Klaus being bad. Uh, I don't think we are supposed to like him here. I don't think this is supposed to be like a cool fuck yeah thing. Like, I think we're supposed to see a person that is evil and shitty and broken and doesn't know how to have a good relationship with fucking anybody who is going to do exactly what Tyler said and let his kid down. Should that kid ever get to be born, uh, which he is not helping with his machinations. And, like, I think we're supposed to be, like, can this family even survive if it has this, like, you know, rotting core to it? And we're supposed to wonder how it can even be possible. But I, I just, like, am like, why is everyone here? Like, why doesn't everyone leave? Like, it, it feels like while you can interrogate your premise and be like, why are all these people together? You... You don't want me to be like, and why am I even watching? Like yeah. that—that's step you don't want me to take, and I do feel like this kind of makes me take that. I mean, of all the exposition the show has done so far, they've kind of just hand waved the whole always and forever promise slash curse of this family. And so, mm-hmm. again, if you've never seen Vampire Diaries, you don't know like how ride or die they really are, and you don't understand why they're so ride or die. And it's just like. Honestly, everyone just fuck Klaus. Like, because, like, they, yeah, they just mention Always and Forever, like, in the pilot and everything, but, like, that's it? Like, they haven't really talked about it at all, have they, so far this season? Yeah, not really. And and I just I just don't understand why Elijah just doesn't take her and leave. Like, and, and that can sometimes be a problem when you have, like, really, really powerful characters, um, but uh, you have a normal, um, you know, like – CW budget and so there are only so many sets so they can't actually all be going everywhere they'd probably go with their inordinate power and wealth um, and be away from each other like they have to be in close quarters all the time on the standing sets but but uh, class went to Italy that one time yeah it was and they went the show went to Italy and I think they never wanted to pay that much money again it, just like they went to Nova Scotia <laughs> but they did <laughs> these are all places they went it's just like I don't know. I I think it's a tough nut to crack like this show. Um and I think we see them struggle to do it a lot through this first season. But um this I I was kind of like liking a lot of stuff for a little bit, but this uh this is rough. This one's rough. Yeah. Not loving this one. <laughs> um well the next scene's Rebecca and Marcel scene. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> We like that. Oh, we forgot to talk about the time that the boys run at each other in the fight. There is one cut in the fight in which the boys are just running at each other, and it's like a Scott Pilgrim fight, and it did make me laugh With their very little hard. wolf eyes, too. That was good shit. <laughs> I laughed at that. Michael loved that shit. He was so excited. I mean, he loved all this shit. I mean, yeah, he's a monster. He probably hated all the Josh Vita scenes where we're like, this is great. No, he liked those. Okay, then, so our next scene's at the garden, and 
Rebecca's like, so many fucking people have tried to kill my brother. If you stand against him, he'll kill you. and It'll be awful and bloody, and I don't want to fucking see that. And Marcel's like, you forget. I have Davina. She's the most powerful witch in the last couple centuries. Like, she could probably kill him. And she's like, no. And she explains the bloodlines thing. Like, even if you kill Klaus, like, you'll die. He'll win. It's been that way for a thousand years. It's his trick. He always wins. How do we feel about so we're seven episodes in how do we feel about this being when they reveal the bloodlines thing is is it too late too early what do you think it doesn't feel like a big enough reveal it feels like it makes sense here in that this is where um he finally tells her that's what his plan is yeah that he wants to kill he's like you can't kill it like that it, it's the first time she's been in a position where they're on the same side or like are saying they're on the same side and this comes up mm-hmm. it is it's again it's the whole weirdness of like not watching vampire diaries but watching the originals because vampire diaries like we all know there's no teeth to marcel's plan to kill the originals because can't, can't kill klaus because that's the thing that is one of the the things like going into it, it's like okay we have a spinoff uh, mm-hmm. we can't kill these people because mm-hmm. we can't kill Klaus specifically because that kills off uh, everyone on our yeah. sister show. So, mm-hmm. so what what do we do, sisters? What do sister. we do? And and I guess I, Marcel's counter plan is that we bury him in the garden forever. And she's like, maybe that works for your riffraff, <laughs> but do you really think <laughs> it'll Thierry hold alone. my brother? <laughs> Leave Thierry and his hat and his trumpet alone. <laughs> um, beguiled by your charms and uh, <laughs> and these little chamber of horrors may work for your riffraff. <laughs> like, God, Claire is on one. <laughs> um, Marcel's like, it's fucking worth the risk. Like, Klaus will never stop trying to control you. And she's like, yeah, and I'm supposed to believe that after a century, suddenly you're willing to risk death to be with me. And he says, I want to defend my home. I want to be free. And if that means I get to be with you, all the more reason to bury him. Now you tell me, what do you want? Uh, that's <laughs> romance, baby. So good. Bill, were you able to enjoy this stuff even though the other things are happening in the episode? I did when I watched it today. The first okay, time good. I – no. Yeah, you just got silence. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I got up, got a beer, sat back down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you enjoyed this stuff uh, and the Josh Davina stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everything else in this episode is great. Yeah. Okay. Good, 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 good. Fight okay, night. Good. Yeah. The Pull babe up. at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Call us. <laughs> um, then in the bayou, uh, Klaus is hanging out at the shack. Elijah and Haley come back, and he's like, "Oh, look! Here's Dwayne's dead body." I've got something. <laughs> Seems like dumb. it's a hybrid. I've got something <laughs> dumb to say. I'm so sorry. Please, woof shack, baby, woof shack. <laughs> Wolf Shack Baby. <laughs> Wolf Shack, Shack Baby. baby. <laughs> See, this is a good podcast. So Haley's like, that was a person. His name was Dwayne. And Klaus is like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't make him. How is this fucking possible? 
and Haley like accuses him of knowing and Klaus is like looking at Elijah and Haley together and he's like, ah, well, aren't you too fast friends? <laughs> like he's like so evil. I'm like, Jesus. Talking like a fucking Bond villain. And he's like, yeah, what horrible <laughs> accusations have you conspired to levy against me? He really is his father's son, even though he's a bastard. Mm-hmm. So Elijah's like, Tyler brought Haley here to test a theory that the blood of her child could be used to sire hybrids. He thought you knew that and that you intended to use the knowledge to build an army. And Klaus, according to my transcript, here he is hurt and angry. And he's like, and of course you think it's true. Why else would I show interest in my own flesh and blood? He calls Tyler a, quote, heartbroken little crybaby, end quote, pointing a finger at him. And he's like, and my own brother falls in line, eager to believe it. Yeah. How quickly you believe the worst, um, especially when it comes from her. And he's just like, you guys can't like each other more than you like me. You know you can't like each other more than you like me. And he's like crying mascara tears and it's the worst. I was friends with both of you before you even met each other. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> so, um, Elijah's like, fucking spare me your indignation. When have you ever given a shit about Haley or her child beyond your own selfish bullshit and he says and what was it you once said to me every king needs an heir klaus does an elijah impression we've heard my like we've heard my klaus impression a lot on the show but elijah doing a klaus impression is important it was I did very like good his impression it was so good yeah he did a great job it was too good it was so mean <laughs> It means that, like, Daniel could have been, like, doing a similar accent to him the whole time. But again, I missed it the first time around because I was livid. So I'm glad I rewatched it. Well, I am glad you rewatched this, although I am sorry that you had to look at (laughs) the sad parts again. We've been wanting you to rewatch, like, happy episodes, like Miss Mystic Falls or The the End of the Affair. But now. This is what you rewatched. Apparently. Oh, God. So Klaus is like, oh, yeah, I can't say I'm surprised you don't believe me. Next to the noble Elijah, how can I be anything but the lesser brother, a liar, a manipulator, a bastard? You are a manipulator, though, and a bastard. This is true. Like, and Klaus is like, it's all I am to you. Yeah. And he's like, Haley feels the same way. He's like, all of you don't like me. My baby doesn't won't like me. Nobody <laughs> likes me. And he like runs away and he says, I'll play the role I've been given. <laughs> Shut <Fuck> up. <laughs> he's like, enjoy. Oh, he then fucking chomps Elijah, giving him a werewolf bite. And he's like, enjoy each other's company. You'll have a lot to bond over once the hallucinations set in. And like, fucking goes to cry mascara tears in a different room. And I, I believe the next episode is Elijah dealing with his hallucinations, if I remember correctly. Not really a spoiler, it's just like, this is what you would see in the yeah. promo for next week, so... Yeah. Um so so we have that to look forward to. Which means sweaty sweaty Daniel Gillies. 
Sweaty, Ooh. sweaty, sweaty. You know how they're always sweating when they're having those hallucinations. Can't stop sweating when you got those. <laughs> uh, speaking of sweating, Josh is sweating because he has forgotten everything. <laughs> and it has been quite the ordeal. Uh, they're like, yay, we did it. And Josh is like, yay. And he was like, yeah, before I was always thinking about what Klaus would want me to do. But now I'm like, screw that guy. <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> he goes, Klaus Michelson can suck it. Hell yes. <laughs> Team Josh. Team fucking Josh. But um, Davina is sad. because She's like, Marcel wants me to make you forget about me. And he's like, don't do it. Come on, let's be friends. He goes, I'll keep your secret. It's nice talking to someone normal again. And she goes, you think I'm normal? I'm a 16-year-old witch living in an attic like some kind of freak. (laughs) And he says, I'm a gay club kid who died and came back as a vampire. (laughs) Because normal's relative, isn't it? And they pinky swear that they're going to keep the secret. And it's cute. So cute. Besties. (laughs) So much better than sexy baby Davina. Yes. Uh, earnest teen Davina, uh, who wants a friend, is way better. Uh, then at the bayou with Haley and Elijah, Haley's like looking through all of this old shit in the shack. And she's like, Elijah, you don't have to help. Like, I can find the werewolf. I can dig through the werewolf antique show on my own. And she's like, also, shouldn't you like tend to your neck wound? And Elijah's like, oh, the bite won't kill me. It's like Klaus, like more than more of a nuisance than anything. We know, uh, we know Burn. this um, from the the cool party Rebecca had, where Elena was cool and did the kickstand. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, and then just, Matt was mean to her and her hallucinations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just uh, like a, it's like uh, the flu for them, but with hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Matt was such a bitch in those hallucinations, guys. Do you remember? He was yeah. mean. He was very mean, and we're like, oh, it no. was, you would never. So Elijah's like, I know that you think like the people here are the only family you have left, and I get it. And she's like, you're thinking about Klaus, and he's like, yeah, maybe I was like too hard on him immediately. <laughs> Elijah, fucking keep it tight. He beat you. Stop you. It. Look sharp, you dumbass. He, <laughs> you gotta fucking. You gotta be better. You you can't just forgive him the second he like cries his mascara tears. <laughs> uh, he says, "Yeah, my brother's committed numerous unspeakable acts, but then again, so is Rebecca, and so have I." <laughs> <laughs> and Haley said, "So did I the last time I was in Cabo." <laughs> what? What did Haley do in Cabo? We just we just, uh, decided to involve kissing women, right? Yeah, it's got to be gay. <laughs> But also, like, is this conversation to absolve them of all of their, like, bad decisions? I have no idea. Because like, if they're so, just... what about Tyler? <laughs> Are we still yeah. mad at him? <laughs> I mean, she, she's basically telling him, you're not as bad as Klaus. Which is true. I agree with that. But yeah, yeah it doesn't absolve. It, like, like, she's like, we've all done bad shit, but you're no Klaus, like, I think is the only point that we're trying to reach here but it is oddly like patting all of us on the back while a teenager runs home scared to their knowledge yeah fucking yeah, rude. It's fucked up rude <laughs> so then uh they find a bible laying on the porch of the shack and someone <laughs> left it here and it has a family tree in it and the last name on it born 
the 6th of June, 1991, was Andrea Labonaire. And Elijah's like, who's this? And she's like, I think it's me. That's the day I was born. Uh, June 6th, what's, what star sign is this? Oh, brother. <laughs> Gemini. She's a Gemini? She's a fucking Gemini. Okay. Hmm. Okay, you know, maybe she is eviler than we thought. <laughs> uh, so then at the Michelson mansion, uh, Klaus is sad and crying and He's, drinking scotch. Oh, God, he is, he is on his bullshit in this one. He is fucking on one. Klaus is like, oh, I thought you were leaving. And she's like, oh, come on. The family can barely function without me. Where's Elijah and Haley? And he's like, oh, I left them in the bayou because um, me and Elijah had a bit of a row. Uh, and he explains everything that happened. He's like, yeah, I bit him. I left them in the swamp. And Rebecca's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, she says to him literally, does your wickedness ever end? The lines she had in this episode. <laughs> Shakespeare penned this episode. Is what people forget. Klaus is like, my wickedness is self-preservation. I wouldn't have to go to such lengths were I not presented on all sides with ignorance and treachery. And God. he's like, I'm like, shut the fuck up, King Lear. <laughs> I wish you could <laughs> hear the sound of me rolling my eyes. <laughs> Also, it really is Shakespeare. What's it. happening here? <laughs> I fucking hate him. I hate him so much. He's like, I need you to like help me uh, beat Marcel now and my plans. And Rebecca's like, what the fuck? Why would I help you after what you did to Elijah? He's like, I demoted Elijah. You're my number two now. Yeah. She's like, no fucking thank you. He's like, I was planning to ignore you the whole time and just have Elijah by my side, but now I'm like, I can't trust him. So you're by my side now again. Yeah, I'm taking the no girls allowed sign off the clubhouse, and now you're allowed to help me again. <laughs> Fuck you, you stupid little bitch. Um, Klaus is like, you think I don't know about your engineered run-ins with Marcel all over the quarter? Like, he's, she's like, just tell me what secrets he's confided. Is he plotting against me? Jesus. And Rebecca <laughs> finally gets in the fucking game. And she says, my poor brother, so paranoid. Marcel knows nothing. He's not plotting against you. He simply thinks you're in a quarrel and in need of making up. I write in my notes, no, he's worried you're mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> Want Marcel to send Klaus a text, are you mad at me? <laughs> Big one eye emoji. I know you're mad oh, at me. No, I'm just thinking about the Jason Sudeikis episode of SNL. <laughs> in that sketch with Ego. Are you mad at me? No. Why would you think that? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to leave now. Um, That sketch has been brought up. So, yeah. Klaus is like, oh, well, I mean, you know, I'm very capable of forgiving the people that disappoint me, you know, once I see the error of their ways and (laughs) suffered for them and stuff. And Rebecca's like, yeah, you never fucking let me forget. (laughs) God, I wish you guys could see Jill's reactions. (laughs) How am I doing, Jill? How's my class? <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Accurately capturing what a little bitch he is. Yeah. I cannot stand him. <laughs> um, well, our final scene. Uh, 
very exciting. Very, would would have loved seeing seeing this scene on the call sheet. Would have been my fave. Um, it's a Tyler Marcel scene, and Marcel's like, "You want to make a deal with me? You got to offer me something. I know about Haley. What else you got?" And Tyler's like, it, "Haley's carrying Klaus's child." And if the baby's born, it'll be the end of the vampire species. And Marcel's like, hmm. And then it ends. Um, yikes. Uh, we're set. The idea of setting up a Marcel-Tyler alliance, I'm like, fuck yeah. Give me that. Let's do it. But I can't remember what comes of it, which tells me that it's probably it not probably that cool. It doesn't happen. <laughs> And we end there with the two best boys, to be fair. Two oh, best in the world. They made the best, yes. one best boy, the worst boy. So they did here. Mm-hmm. Guys, that was tough. You know how, Morgan, it's like, you want to see people from Angel show up on Buffy, like uh, Cordy and Wes, to show like how badass they are. But I feel like they would ruin them the way they did Tyler here in this episode. So well, maybe yeah, it's the I mean, best. It- Buffy, as as Ira pointed out, Buffy only shows up in L.A. to be a bitch. Um, <laughs> so I assume people from L.A. only go to Sunnydale to then also be a little bitch. Um, so we probably wouldn't enjoy those crossovers as much as we'd like to see them. Although I, I maintain Anya Lorne would be nice. I think that'd be a nice vibe. Jill, you need to meet Lorne. Uh. would love him. <laughs> You'll love him. He's a sweetie. He big green guy. He's a big what? green guy. He's green. Like Shrek? Yeah, this big green guy on Angel. He's got horns. Okay. And he's a he's a singing psychic. If you sing to him, he can like tell you like your future and shit. What? Yeah. Jill, watch it's Angel. Really cute. So, so he owns a karaoke bar and you go and you sing a song at his karaoke bar and he tells you your fortune. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. So, so because of this, several times Angel has to sing karaoke, at, like as if he is at no. gunpoint, being like, "Hey, it's my last song that I'm singing." Does he sing "Homeward Bound"? He sings "Everybody Wing Chung" tonight, <laughs> and Mandy. <laughs> it's iconic. Um, uh oh, did I hear something? Uh oh, uh oh, heard something. Oh, hey guys, I'm ready to record the episode. Let's uh, let's get going. I think this will be a fun one. I'm uh, I'm high energy. I'm uh, I'm ready to do it. Let's uh, let's talk about this. So fucking originals, originals, bitch. baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> hey friend. Hi. How we doing? <laughs> Joel is well, we furious. Discussing the episode proper. Yeah. Cool. Um, All right. Time for some segments or something. Yeah. All right, let's hit it. Boy corner, one entry. <laughs> super, super, super fucking quick boy corner. Episode I kind of already forget boy corner. Uh, Trevino, number one, only boy. Uh, his delivery of the Pleck, uh, <laughs> perfectly Pleck monologue, which I'm sure has been discussed at length already. But roaming around the bayou, asking questions. Yeah, a hybrid baby. <laughs> like Just, just, oh, just oh, so good. Oh. Every moment of it. Some kind of royalty of the werewolves of this region. Like, just so, just so fucking good. Oh, uh, just art. Just, like, in his mouth, it is Shakespeare. And uh, in my mouth, it is, uh, he's roaming around the bio asking questions. So it's, 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 uh, it's great. Trevino, number one boy. Only boy of the week. I'm surprised yeah. Klaus is not on the list of boys, considering 
his boy energy is. Uh... I brought up that you seem to enjoy Klaus quite a bit. I did. No, I did. He was good. I liked <laughs> that he was evil and unlikable to watch. <laughs> uh, great. I really, it's like, yeah, the weird understanding in this episode of like, hey, Tyler will be the antagonist. Oh, the villain? No, no, that's ant- antagonist. Different, different word. Just means they're they're opposed. Okay, so he's like attacking the pregnant. Woman. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The show is such an unpleasant vibe. I'm surprised you didn't watch more of it, given how awful uh, Klaus is. You seems exactly your shit. You you misunderstand my vibe. I want it to be uh, intentionally doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you want to, you want to stay for, for crushes and ranking? I'll hang out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go for it. <laughs> um, uh, do you guys want to do crushes really quick before we rank? Sure. Yeah. I've still, I, mean, I haven't really thought about the crushes, honestly. My crush huh. is the Tyler Marcel Alliance. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote slash everyone who hates Klaus. Everyone who Same. hates Klaus, I have a crush on. <laughs> I guess I should say the same just for solidarity. <laughs> Michael. God, who was in this? Uh, was Rebecca the babe in at this? the beginning? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebecca was in this Let's, episode. Okay. Well, it'll be Rebecca. She's she's cutie. <laughs> God. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. Um, now it's time. Time to hear <sighs> a couple rankings. Now, if if you give me just one moment to go back and find our last set of rankings... I imagine they're going to change quite a bit. <laughs> I don't know what would give you that impression. She, okay. She's going through the boxes to find the Ark of the Covenant here. It is. Mm. She's a fucking she, leafing. Yeah, she's I also been roaming around the bayou. Asking questions. Yeah, these have all my bayou question notes. Uh, Jill. An original's ranking. <laughs> Jill, um, how many people are on your list? Uh, five. Okay, that's the same as last time. Um, yeah. I'd love to hear who's number five. But also at number 900 is Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. One step above him is maybe John Gilbert. <laughs> Klaus. <laughs> 899, John Gilbert. Uh, but number five, we have Davina. Yeah. Woo! Woo! She did she well, so kid. Cute in this episode. Davina was not ranked last time, so good for Davina. Has she ever been ranked? I think she has been. I think she maybe has been. Maybe once. during the maybe harvest? when she was when she had a fiddle boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> that will be harder for me to to parse for you. Davina was like- ranked number six in the harvest episode because we yeah. liked her. Yeah. <laughs> number four. Okay. Number four is Josh. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's his first appearance. I think so. Yeah. Good for good for Josh. Josh, we love you. Hope he doesn't kiss a boy next episode and die. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. Uh, This is already going to be hard enough for me to continue watching. (laughs) Uh, Number three is Rebecca. Yay. Yes, I'm nodding. Of course, no one can hear that. (laughs) Yep. That's up one from last week. Good for you, Bags. (laughs) You were miserable. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's trying to get her notebook ending now, so. Yeah. Number two is Tyler. <laughs> oh, yay. After all that. <laughs> He's still her boy. He is my boy. I'm not letting him go. I'll stand by his side. <laughs> stand by your and wolf. Who's, who's my number one this week? Is it Klaus? <laughs> uh, yes. 
Number one is Marcel. And I call yeah. this week the Anti-Klaus Gang. <laughs> Poor yeah, Elijah. This is a good squad. <laughs> Elijah already forgiving Klaus. He dropped off the list. <laughs> He's 898. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he was like, maybe I was too mean one yeah. minute after their fight. I was like, Elijah, not up. I fucking hate you. <laughs> he was you immediately gone. One minute I went into my list and was like, delete. <laughs> Uh, so, so Jill, you've said you would not watch this show anymore if it were not for this podcast. <laughs> How much longer do you feel like we've got you before <laughs> this is interminable? <laughs> I mean, we did that for season four and we got through it, so. That is true. Yes. However, my issue with this is I fucking hate Klaus and he's our main person. <laughs> That is worrisome. So. <laughs> um, if you would like us to continue to cover the originals, please write in to the Empire Diaries pod at gmail.com and say, here is why Jill should keep watching this show. Because I got to say, I'm also running out of steam. I'm, I'm hurting over here. I'm, I'm, it's, the, the, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and I'm feeling it already. Like... It's rough, folks. Do you think we're losing our power from doing this one episode thing instead of going boom, boom? I th- I think it's the originals. I really yeah. think it is. I think it's slowing things down. But I also, I'm excited to know how people feel and what people think of these episodes. And, and honestly, genuinely, the reason I'm asking for people to write in is because I want to know what I'm not getting. And I want to, I want encouragement from uh, people who want us to continue i mean i Enjoy, what would you don't defend season one so yeah. you know this yeah <laughs> it's a mess mm. cammy's back next episode <laughs> but also i'd take her over klaus yeah i mean i, I can't abide that at least klaus is compelling <laughs> compelling little bitch yeah he's compelling no. everyone he compelled <laughs> josh you get it hey oh <laughs> ah <sighs> Well, I'll continue. There are other, I like Marcel. Yeah. I like Rebecca. Usually I like Elijah. Yeah. Haley at some point will be interesting. <laughs> Haley will at one point have life in her eyes again. Yeah. <laughs> Josh exists and is gay and cool. Yeah. yeah. We love him. He and Davina are cute. Yeah. All right. So there's stuff to look forward to. But I'm sorry to any Klaus fans. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I'm excited to hear you uh, take him to task every week. I think that's going to be a big motivator for me. <laughs> Jill's Klaus Corner. Yeah, I'm Absolutely enjoying not. this. <laughs> I'm going to have people, like, yelling at me. No, I'll if you yell at Jill, I will, like, literally find you and kick you. If you yell at me because you love Klaus so much, I'm just going to reply with images of Michael Torino. <laughs> Remember that one where I was like, Jill's just so negative. She's yeah. like, like it. Don't watch. Like, well, this- <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah, and I found that person and I kicked them. And I haven't written another review. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was so funny. It was just like you hated flashbacks and that was it. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I am a negative person, but, but like, you're not so I- negative that that's like brought the podcast down. No. <laughs> Well, if you're perfect and I love you and you've never done anything wrong. I was apparently recording this episode. It's like killing my voice. Yeah, me too. I feel like I'm dying. (laughs) Morgan, why would that? Is there anything else you could be doing that could be affecting that? Why? (laughs) No. She's touching the stuff. 
I've maybe been touching the stuff a little bit and I need to take a more like attitude uh, towards certain aspects of my life. Uh, Do we have to bleep that out? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Gang, it's been a time. It is. It continues to be a time. But we will continue to bravely cover the Vampire Diaries like that review that we read in that intro said. We We are are very brave. brave for doing this. We are the troops. (laughs) <laughs> we yeah much like cat graham we are true <laughs> and we're we're here and we're covering the vampire diaries and the originals because no one else will and, and they are, uh, they're bitch aren't as good yeah probably not as good uh so um yeah they probably like the shows and it makes their bits worse <laughs> <laughs> thank you michael so michael oh, is still here michael missed um, our wolf shack bit yeah, yeah, I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, we sang some stuff and we talked about woofs. Do you have anything else you want to say about this episode? Because you, I you really, watch it. really don't. <laughs> you really <laughs> forgot it. I, I truly, again, and and this pains me because I actually did just listen to the uh, our podcast about the uh, originals backdoor pilot and uh, felt all those fond feelings about uh, about that uh, kickoff. And then, uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's also there's they then they made a show out of it. <laughs> I will say, I don't. I feel like he's gonna yell at me for saying this on the podcast. But Matthew, our Tyler Lockwood from our mm-hmm. live read, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did not watch the originals backdoor pilot because he hated Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> I think you told us that. I love that. <laughs> I, I, like, I think that's I so to watch understandable. This? <laughs> but yes, do watch it, Matthew. It is good. It's very good. He was like, I can't stand this dude. So I texted him on Friday and was like, be glad you're not watching the fucking original. <laughs> God, it broke you, Joe. Oh, God. Oh. Having a good time. Jill, let me, I don't know. I guess we're a spoiler-free podcast, but also like Tyler's in the next episode also. I figured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyler. To mm-hmm. fail some more. Unless he uh, does more. Does he start like leaving Marcel voicemails? <laughs> I would love like, that. <laughs> I'm with the wolves in the Appalachians. Yo, it's Tyler. Um, what's up? I want them to be each other's last call before bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, you follow me on social media at Lorgan Moodich. You can follow this podcast uh, by searching Empire Diaries Pod on um, whatever social media network you're interested in following us on. We have a Patreon. We do a book club. It's really fun. We cover, we're covering season four of Legacies. It's really fun. Uh, come join us over there if you want. Jill and Latoya, where can people find you? On Hulu, watching Reba. Hell <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jill. And I'm on Twitter at Jillbo Baggins with two I's instead of two L's. Fuck yeah. I love it. And one last time, this podcast loves Tyler Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been officially convinced. <laughs> Yes. He is our boy. That's canon. Our boy. He is he is our tiny son and we love him. Good. Yeah. Okay. And anyone who tries well. to hurt our new friend, I will take them down. Thank you, Gracie Lou. And I really do want world peace. <laughs> Ask for this, nobody ever would. Caught in the middle of this dysfunction, it's your sad reality. 